You're listening to Moms No Expert Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be going on a journey together and learn how to be the best moms we can be. I'm your host, Irmari. Hola, hola. Welcome to another week's episode of Moms No Expert Podcast. Thanksgiving has come and gone. It is full force Christmas. If you live in New England, it is called us balls. Welcome to fucking Christmas. <laughs> it's ridiculously cold, but I love it. Talk a lot of shit, but I like it. I do hate driving in the snow, which I'm, re- I'm so dreading because snow is coming. And I gotta drive to work. Wish me luck. <laughs> I would have a lot of stories. I know I will have a lot of stories about it. I'm super excited. Let's see. We have a white Christmas this year. Let's see. But yeah, it's it's been an exciting week. I had so much fun on Thanksgiving. I hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. Let's see. Next week, I'm going to Disney. I'm very, very, very excited. <laughs> This week, I had the pleasure of interviewing the wonderful and phenomenal Steffi Kiss from Do I Look Fat podcast. She has been doing this for over a year and I actually asked her to help me (laughs) because, you know, I was in my podcast journey and I was like, I want to do this and I don't know what to do with my life. And I met her through a mutual friend and I started listening to her podcast and like obsessed with her podcast. And I was like, you know what? Let me talk to her. Let me DM her. Let me see if I can like if I can get, you know, help. And she was so amazing. Like she was super like, you know what? This is what I do. This is how I did it. Like do this or do that. And overall, she was amazing. And we bonded over Harry Potter. <laughs> we bonded over a lot of things. And I'm super excited because she agreed to be in my podcast. So without further ado, here is my interview with Steffi Kiss from Do I Look Fat podcast. Look crazy, so don't even worry about it. It's okay. I was I was crying earlier today, so I'm still this is the aftermath. <laughs> it's great. It'd be like that, it'd be like that. Oh god, I hate it. So welcome to my podcast. Miss Steffi Kiss. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So I, for those who don't know you, I want to introduce you. So I know you because of a friend, but I began to like you because of your podcast Mm because he plugged me your podcast and I was like, ooh. And then I found (laughs) out you were a mom and then then I heard, you know, I was like, that's great. And I loved it. So I do want to ask you, though, how is living in Florida now? Because, you know, New Yorker, Florida, like, how is that transition? Um, It's a whole different world. It's <laughs> completely different. Um, I feel like I'm starting a brand new life, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. So, I mean, I like it. I enjoy it. Um, I'm not as depressed as I thought I would be. I think the weather helps. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> sun. The sunshine, you know. <laughs> Um, but I'm enjoying it and yeah, it's cool. No more seasonal depression. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> the sun beginning. still does go down at yeah. like 530. So, you know, but I'm not freezing all the time, yeah. which is that's, a plus. That's me now. <laughs> I hate it. I, I don't hate it. it. I actually do. I don't hate it. I just, you know, prefer the sun. Oh, no. I hated it. I really hated it. I would not leave my house for like three months. Like after the holidays are over, I'm not leaving my house until April. Don't invite me out because I'm not going. I (laughs) I just hate, I hate like the overall, like wearing three different layers. That's the one thing that I'm like, 
you really want yeah. me to go? Because like I have to wear three shirts and five pants. It's that I'm not going. Like <laughs> I'm not subjecting myself to the outside where it hurts to be outside. I'm not doing it. Exactly. That, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to compliment you because so I've always I told you I wanted to do a podcast. But when I started listening to you and like, I don't know, you really inspire me because I was like, oh, my God, look at her. She's doing it by herself because, you know, you didn't have nobody like helping you. And it just inspired me. So I want to thank you because because You're of you, welcome. I'm here because, you, you know, <laughs> you gave me that little push. Um, So I want you to plug your podcast here. Yeah, I mean, it's been a hiatus <laughs> it's coming back. because of the move. Um, My last episode was recorded in June, which is crazy. That's almost that six is. months ago. Um, So I've only been on the mic twice. Since then, this is the second time. And the first time, I don't even think that episode, that person who I recorded with, I don't even think they've released it yet. So I don't know what's happening with that. But Uh (laughs) the name of my podcast is Do I Look Fat? And it focuses on body positivity, self-acceptance, self-love, self-care, just everything having to do with, you know, yourself and everything that goes along with that. But I am... In the words of our coach, Carla, I am pivoting at the moment. Yeah. So um, we are in the middle of November right now. And I want to say by the first week of December, I'll have new episodes out. So you'll see where you're pivoting that. Yeah, where I'm pivoting to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. But catch up to all my other episodes. I have 69 episodes at the moment. So it's very bingeable if that's something you want to do. So when I, yeah, I did. because So I benched them because I was working overnight. And I was like, and I, the first episode I heard from you was the one with Oz. And then I was like, I didn't listen to anything. And then I think I started following you on Instagram. And you had a podcast with, um... Oh my god, I forgot the episode. It was with uh, Bri- uh Brianda, and I was okay, like, "Oh my yeah. god, I like her" because I I listened to her, so I was like, "Oh, I gotta listen." So then I just yeah. benched all like on my overnight shift, and I was like, "Okay, She's amazing. I She's love a her." Sweetheart. I I she I love listening to her podcast and like her little clips on on Instagram. I'm like, she's so full of life. So it's yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, that's Bible stories with Brianda, Brianda. and she's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, so. I have, you know, I talk about motherhood, but I talk about it with a twist because I don't want people to think that being mothers are this boring cookie cutter person, right? So I always Mm -hmm. try to have people that are outside that mold. And I think you are. And obviously, I want you to talk about your journey. But before you talk about your journey, tell me a little bit about your upbringing, like, you know, you with your mother and your parents, like, how did that help you? become the mother that you are now oh boy um so I I was raised by both my parents until I was about 13 years old so I lived with both my mom and my dad um and then they they separated divorced whatever when I was in the ninth grade and then it was just me and my mom and my sister so it was just the three of us since then and um it was it was interesting because once my father left, my mom had to work more, right? So she wasn't, she couldn't come home, <clears throat> excuse me, oh my God, she couldn't <laughs> come home straight at like 
five o'clock anymore. She would do overtime and things like that. So it fell to me to like do more household things. <coughs> Excuse me, hold on. <laughs> It went down the wrong hole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here dying. I forgot how to podcast. Don't die, please. I don't want to be the one that killed you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it fell to me to basically do more of like the um, household thing. So I started cooking and I had to make sure I was home straight from school to make to pick up my little sister who's five years younger than me. So it kind of like groomed me into a lot more responsibilities and I feel like that also pushed me to become a mother younger than I had anticipated or not even that I had anticipated, but younger than I feel I should have been. I wasn't a young mom or a teen mom. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that, but Mm -hmm. I had my son when I was 24 and, you know, looking back, I was a baby according Mm -hmm. to me, you know, I'm 36 (laughs) now. So I'm just like, Girl, you could have definitely waited a couple of more years. Um, <laughs> but I think that kind of groomed me for it. Um, and then also just mimicking my mom. I worked full time. I worked at a um I worked in hospitals and in, you know, healthcare doctors' offices and things like that. Um, since I was 18 years old. And I just recently quit at 35. Oh wow. So I did it for a very long time. Um And it just like, I just felt like it was like work. And then I had to come home and be a mom. And then like, it was just a routine, a routine, a routine. And I feel like I got that from seeing my mom doing that all the time. My mom wouldn't have taken the leap that I did as far as like quitting my job and, you know, like just like winging it. Cause that's what I've been doing for the past year and change is basically winging it. But, um, I think it works for me and my story. So I'm kind of like straying away from what uh, examples I had growing up with my mom. And I'm kind of just building my own way and my own purpose and all of that. So, (laughs) Which is, I I think our generation, it's that generation that has to like break all the molds. Cause like, I feel that. And I talk about, even when it comes to sexuality, like we have to break that mold where moms are only moms and they are not able to enjoy anything Mm -hmm. that has to do with themselves so I commend you 100% because I love your leap I be following you on Instagram stalking you I'm like (laughs) okay so I love it um so talk to us about you and as a mother so you have a son who is the cutest and I love watching you and you're like so today Ethan I'm like oh what did he do (laughs) tell me I'm listening (laughs) So tell me about you and your son. Yeah, I mean, I say this all the time. My son is the best parts of me, like in human form, you know, Um, he is 12 years old and he's very tall. He's (laughs) damn near six feet tall. I I feel like that's what it feels like every time I look at him. Um, He is he's he has autism. I I'm trying to break away from using certain verbiage when I'm mm-hmm. talking about him. So like for a very long time, I would say he's autistic, but that doesn't, he isn't his diagnosis, you know? So that makes sense. I say now he has autism. So I'm just trying to break away from that. And then for a very long time, I would say he's nonverbal autistic, 
And it's like, no, he's verbal. He just communicates in a different way. Um, so, yeah, he's amazing. He is the sweetest little boy you could ever meet. Um, he has the attitude, you know, that comes from me as well. <laughs> attitude problem. But he's very sweet and he's very loving. Um, yeah, even though he gets on my nerves, I love that kid. <laughs> They all get on your nerve, girl. This one, I'll be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I feel you. So when you found out, I, I heard on your podcast on Two Steffies, mm-hmm. <laughs> on, your, on yeah. your episode. Um, So I heard, you know, that episode. And for you listening, go listen to it. But tell us a little bit about how was it? Like, how did you find out that he had autism? And mm-hmm. how did you feel? Like, because as a mom you know, like we go through all these emotions. Yeah. Mom guilt. Um, <laughs> yep. So he was a little over two years old when we found out and we found out because, or we, we got the process rolling to get him tested because he wasn't progressing in the way that he should be as far as like his milestones and things like huh. that. He wasn't speaking yet. Um, like he wasn't communicating at all. Um, so right after his two second birthday, I should say, we went to the doctor and, you know, we told him we were like, hey, he's not reaching his milestones. We actually had to wait until he turned two. We saw um, this at like 18 months. Um, and it was like it was so I can pinpoint not pinpoint, but I can see when it happened. So up until a certain point, Ethan, he you know, would count using his fingers and I would, you know, things like that, just, you know, what babies do. And then out of nowhere, he just stopped. And I was just like, okay. And he just wouldn't do it. And he just wouldn't progress. Um, So, you know, you go to Google, you go to WebMD. And in my head, I was like, oh my goodness, my son has autism. Like, I just, I knew it. As soon as I started Googling everything, I just knew it. Um, But we had to wait until um, he turned two to actually get him like evaluated and everything like that. So by the time all of those evaluations were done because they were long, I mean, I don't, how they evaluate these kids is crazy to me because it's like, what? Um, So actually when they first get evaluated that young, they don't, and I don't know if this has changed because again, this was 10 years ago at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't diagnose them with autism until they're five. Um, what he was diagnosed with was, um, PDD-NOS, which is, uh, pervasive developmental disorder, um, non-specified. So it's basically, yeah. So it's basically them saying like, okay, we know something is wrong. We know he's not progressing the way he's, he is, you know, there's a delay and, um, but we need time to see like, if he'll, you know, catch up if, you know, whatever, whatever they need. So he was getting, um, my son, Dito, poor thing. He was going to school at two and a half since two and a half, he's been in school. So, you know, he would take the little bus. And when I say it was a little school bus with little car seats in the, cause all the, it was all babies. Little babies. babies. Yeah. And he would go for a half a day. They would pick him up and he would go to school. He would get therapy in school, like with other kids. And then also we would get therapy in the home. So we would have OT, PT, ABA, we would have all this stuff. So it was constant, you know, working with him. Um, 
and he did that until he was five and then everything especially in new york city changes once they turn five years old it's just like fuck them essentially (laughs) um yeah it's terrible um so as far as how i was feeling girl i gained 85 pounds in a year oh wow off of depression um i ended up breaking up with my son's father uh, a year and a half after he was diagnosed and I think it had a lot to do with that as well Mm -hmm. like it just it kind of like separated us Mm -hmm. Um, you know we were both going through it (laughs) this peep I'm sorry (laughs) Dunny here I'm sorry no you're good nobody calls me until you know you're busy (laughs) (laughs) that's why I put my phone on do not disturb because that's how it is girl um so yeah, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot of changes. It was a lot of pressure. I felt very isolated for a very long time, even though like I had my family um, at the time, luckily me and his father, we lived in the basement of a like a three family house and my mm-hmm. mom and my sister lived on the second floor. So it's like mm-hmm. my, my mom and my sister were always like around. My sister was his babysitter. So I had a lot of support with like my family but I also hiding him from like my friends because a lot of my friends had kids around our same, you know, around the same age group. And Ethan just wasn't where those kids are. And I, and I'm going to tear up, but I felt (laughs) embarrassed at the time, you know, which is crazy looking back because girl, what he's perfect, but that's your baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was young and I was, it's so much more talked about now, even the 10 years that's passed. Like when I first, when Ethan was first diagnosed and it could just be like, I didn't know there weren't outlets like this. There weren't podcasts. YouTube wasn't really a thing yet. Instagram wasn't a thing. Like people weren't really talking about this stuff. So I felt so alone. I felt so alone. And um, even like the schools that he would go to, And like the parents I would meet, they were either because of where I lived, I lived in the Bronx in New York City. And um, a lot of the parents I would meet would either be much older than me or speak English. Like there were no parents like me that I saw until I met Stephanie, which was on the two Steffies in a pod because our kids ended up going to the same school. Well, me and her were in high school together, which is wild. But then her son also, my son went to his school. So he's a little bit older than Ethan. And, you know, like we kind of started talking again there and things like that. But it was, it was stressful. It was stressful for a very long, I mean, it still is stressful. I'm stressed all the damn time, but you know, it's a different (laughs) kind of stress. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're always, I feel once you have a kid, you're stressed. Like that said, you're no longer not stressed that your, Mm -hmm. your second name is stressed. That's yeah, it. literally. <laughs> For sure. But that's I'm glad that you feel that you have more of a a support now. Even though cuz I I I've I feel where you're saying, I mean, I'm I'm I don't go through that extent, but I feel where when it comes to like being a mom, I feel mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like I don't have anybody. And and I have my mom, like my mom lives with me or you know, I have my friends, but then but you feel alone cuz like mm-hmm. you said there's no outlets for you to talk about. So, yeah. and I'm glad that you are one of those outlets because even though your podcast is about, you know, self 
help, you mm-hmm. also talk about your son. So I think that helps, you know, a lot of moms that maybe are going through something similar, they can they can listen to you and for sure feel inspired. I think I think moms, we all go through the same things. It's just our kids are different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but moms themselves, like we are all, we all feel like we could do more. We yeah. all feel like, um, you know, are we making the right choices? Uh, we feel alone. Regardless if you're married, single in a relationship, like you could still feel alone because yeah. you're that child's only mother, you know, exactly. like that's a big responsibility. <laughs> it's yeah. a huge responsibility. So, yeah. um, yeah, I try not to isolate when I talk about like motherhood and things like that. I try not to, not to isolate to just special needs moms, even though that's what I am, mm-hmm. because I also feel like just because I, I know so many moms, the only mom in my friend's circle that has a child with autism, right? But we go through a lot of the same things. Like, even though my child has autism and, you know, mentally, he's like at a seven, eight, seven-year-old level, right? Okay. He's still a 12-year-old boy, right? So he's still going through puberty. He's still shooting up like a fucking, I don't know what. Like, <laughs> these are all these things that are still happening that my other friends can relate to me to, you know? So yeah. just being a mom is like a tribe within itself, I feel like. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel mm-hmm. everybody tells me, they're like, oh, you talk about, is it, is your podcast about single motherhood? I'm like, no, I talk about moms that are married. Like, because like you said, even if you're married, you go through certain things. Girl is so bad. His father calls <laughs> every day, FaceTime, and he gets so really? mad. Like, why? why is he bothering me? Oh. <laughs> Mine does so the same thing. <laughs> Mine's like, why is my dad calling me? And I'm like, because he want to talk to you. Oh, motherhood. Okay. This is motherhood as it's rawest. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me how it is to date as a single mother, because I talk about it all the time on the podcast and I, it's a struggle. I just gave up, not really gave up, but I'm like, you know what? I don't got time right now. (laughs) So tell me your experience. I just recently started dating again. Um, just because like with COVID and then I knew I was moving down to Florida, like it just didn't make sense for me to date. So I haven't dated or been in a relationship since 2019. So I just, yeah, girl. So I just started again and it's a, it's, it's hard. It is hard. Um, especially now, like I don't have a lot of childcare, so like anyone who's like interested, I'm like, you have to be patient with me because you could only see me on these days. And then I have to like get a sitter. So we have, things have to be planned. Like, it's not just like spontaneous and, and all of that. So, I mean, it's a struggle. I'm very open with any guys that I'm dating. Like I tell them, listen, I have a son, he's 12, he has autism and yeah, like, you know, do with that what you will. A lot mm-hmm. of the guys are, um, a lot of them don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they're just like, so what does that mean? You yeah. know, like, especially down here, I feel like in New York, maybe because it's so populated that you have a better chance of knowing someone who has autism that is just like, oh, okay. Um, but down here, like, I remember 
the first guy that I like went on on a date with, he was like, so does that mean he stutters? And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not what it means. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. So, you know, I kind of have to like school them a little bit. Um, but I always tell people like, it's hard to describe what autism is because every autistic person is completely different, completely different. It's a spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can have someone who talks even in his school, like you have these little boys who talk a mile a minute and they see me come in and they're like, it's Ethan's mom. It's Ethan's mom. And then you have my son who's like sitting on a beanbag looking at everybody. Like, why are y'all so loud? Like, (laughs) He's like, you who's know? that? That's my mom. I see her every day. Like, what's the what's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, totally like unfazed. Um, but yeah, so dating is interesting. Um, yeah, I don't usually like introduce people to Ethan until I know that it's actually something. Like, mm-hmm. if we've been, you know, dating. Um, I don't want to say like exclusively, but kind of, sort of exclusively mm-hmm. or like if you're my boyfriend, I feel so, <sighs> you know, in Sex in the City where <laughs> Carrie is like, I don't want to call you my boyfriend. That's how I feel at 36. Yeah. Like my boyfriend, like, Ew. can we not? Can, who, what <laughs> can is we that? Not? Yeah, you're not, not a boy, please. You're not. You know? well, hopefully. Hopefully. No, not a boy. I mean, listen, I feel like <laughs> the last person it was like pre-pandemic, like the last guy that my daughter met, like asked mm-hmm. my boy, my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, like she hasn't met any guy. That's it. She's like she. She told me I can't get married. So that's not it. you can't get married. And I said, okay, I'll just do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the lonely. Nobody knows anything, but honestly, like I don't know. I, I, it's probably, it's probably where the stage I'm at. I'm like in the, mm, I don't want anything. I don't care. Like I mm-hmm. talk to people, but I'm not in the, so I don't care to fight her. Oh no, it. girl, I want a man. <laughs> you like man. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> You're like I'm ready. Which I wasn't and- ready for a long time, but now I'm. Well, let me not say that, but I was avoiding it for a long time, yeah. but now I feel like I. I, I I can't do this. Like, I need I need someone who can take my car to the mechanic. Like, I don't want to do shit like that. I feel Go you. Go fill up my tank. Take out the garbage. Take out the yeah. recycling. Like, this well, is such, like, gender roles. But I'm like, that's what I want. No, I feel you. I'll be like, yo, can you look at my oil? Because it looks weird. <laughs> I work at a car place, so at least I got that cover. But I'd be like, can you go? Because I can't. Like, my heater. I'm like, what is going on with my heater? I don't know this heater situation (laughs) my radiator sorry i always call it heater but it's a lot it's a lot no i feel you but um so as as a mom we always forget ourselves and you know we just forget ourselves in general we Mm -hmm. forget our self-care we forget to take care of anything that has to do with ourselves so i love that you talk about body positivity but what inspired you to talk about body positivity especially you know being a mom like what gave you time because I don't feel like I don't have any time to barely eat so how do you find the time (laughs) you have to make time you have to make time I always say you can't pour from an empty cup so you can't give your kids the best version of yourself if you're not the best version of yourself 
that includes everything. It's not just self-care, you know, like massages or doing your hair or doing your nails. And all that's great, you know, if that helps you. But it's also going out with your friends, you know, having sex, you know, like things like that that actually make you happy. And if you're happy, your kids will be happy. If you're miserable, your kids feed off that. And I'm not going to say your kids are going to be miserable, but... (laughs) I'll never forget. And this is what like going back to when you asked me like my my upbringing, the last year of my parents being together, I literally wished. Okay, it was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is next week. So it's perfect timing. But it was Thanksgiving. (laughs) And me and my sister always used to do the wishbone. Right. Have you ever done that? So you Mm -hmm. take the wishbone and you break it and whoever has the bigger part their wish comes true. Mm. And I wished that my parents would get a divorce. Literally. And the next year they got a divorce. So I'm not saying I'm a witch, but, (laughs) but I'm a witch, (laughs) but I'm a witch. No. Um, but yeah. And it's because she was so miserable. She was so miserable and I felt it and I saw it and I was just like, something's got to give. And I was 12 at this point I was my son's age now wow what Mm -hmm. so you know holding on to that it was just like I never wanted to be the mom that was miserable and I would tell my mother when I was you know um how when was this like 2015 26 around when I turned 30 I was ready to like start dating again and like taking relationships seriously. And I remember, and my mom was on some like, you gotta be a mom and you gotta be home. And And I told her, I said, listen, Mm. I said, you were married and you were miserable. I'm not do, I'm not being miserable. I said, I'm not, it's not that I'm not going to be a mother, but I also need to go out. I need to travel. Mm -hmm. I need, as long as my kid is taken care of, I don't see nope with me going out with my friends maybe getting drunk you know like just that's a release all I do is work all day and then I would also tell her like I need to work out I need to go to the gym in the morning before I go to work because Mm -hmm. if I don't go to the gym it's it's just not gonna work for me like I need to be healthy I need to not be you know humongous and out of shape and all of that. So I had to sit down with her and I'm like, you know, I need you to watch him, put him on the bus because she was, she went to work later than I did. I don't remember. I was living with her at the time and it just worked for her to put him on the bus for me. Oh, I know what it was. I had to be at work earlier than um, he had to be in school. So it was already a thing that she would put him on the bus for me. So what I would tell her is, listen, since you're already putting him on the bus, I'll set his clothes out the night before. Everything is all set. Just get him ready so I can leave at 4 a.m. to go to the gym. And that's what I mean about making time for yourself. For a whole year and a half, I was up at the gym at 4 a.m. four days a week. Yeah, I looked amazing, okay? (laughs) I looked amazing. (laughs) Now, not so much. I'm lucky if I get to the gym twice a week, but I'm also making time for that. I go while he's in school. You know, right now, like I said, I'm just making it work. I'm door dashing. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm just building my schedule around where I can also do things for myself, even though I don't have childcare because I can't, 
You can't pour from an empty cup. You just can't. No, that's Impossible. true. I I don't. So I'm in the stage where I like. I used to be like I need to go to the gym and do all this stuff, but I'm at the stage and I'm like, you know what? I'm not exercising as much as I used to, but I like the body I'm in. Like I'm kind of mm-hmm. like liking it. You know, I'm getting mm-hmm. to like myself more because I feel like yeah. I was like self-deprivate. I was like, ugh, I'm so ugly. Oh my god, look at me! And I was going to the gym and I was doing all these things. And now I yeah. look back and I'm like, I was bomb like what am I talking about like I looked great you know and I Mm -hmm. look great now so I'm in that stage where I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to balance everything I think my problem is that the balance like I'm like okay I need to do this work and mom and so yeah I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> like, Listen, I'll get there. We're just all trying to get our lives together. That's Girl, how I feel. And it, I it'll think happen. Pandemic, post-pandemic. I, I feel like I had a great wave going pre-pandemic and then pandemic hit. And now I'm like, what? Like, I don't know where I'm at anymore. I just, I'm, I'm all That's most mess. of the world, girl. That is most <laughs> of the world. I feel you just you. have to do what works for you. So it's not necessarily you don't have to go to the gym all the time. And even if you go to the gym, I'm going to the gym twice a week. But that doesn't mean like I'm like stuck on, you know, what my body looks like and all of that. Girl, listen, as long as I'm healthy, as long as I can still run a little bit, you know, so that <laughs> so that my heart doesn't give up on me or something like that. Like, that's all I'm worried about. <laughs> I know how it is, girl. I You're like, I know, girl. But I do have a little game that I want to play with you because I remember mm-hmm. our first conversation. Well, I don't know if it was our first conversation or our second conversation, but we were mm-hmm. talking about our love for Harry Potter. Oh, girl, so I, I was just love- listening to a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> you got me into it. You were like, you need to listen <laughs> to this and this and this. So I want to close with a little. Would you rather? Oh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter? (laughs) Wait, wait. Can we just side off for a little bit? Just real quick. This is hilarious because I went on like my first date pre-post-pandemic for the first time like three weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the guy, he's really cool, whatever. He's really nice. And he was just like, so what do you like? And, you know, those awkward conversations. So then I was like, I have a a serious question for you. And no, he was like, ask me something. Ask me something random, right? And I'm like, okay. I was like, do you like Harry Potter? And the way he laughed at me. (laughs) He said, ah, you need to leave. I was like, listen, this is a serious question. Even if you don't like it, if you've never seen it, I need to know that if I put the movie on because it's liable to happen, that you will just sit there and be quiet. That's all I need to know. Exactly. That's it. That's the rules in my house. If you, like, even with my daughter, we're going to watch Harry Potter probably five (laughs) times in a day. And Marvel, like, and don't talk, don't talk while I'm watching Harry Potter and don't talk while I'm watching any other Marvel movies. Like, I'm not going to explain anything. I'm not going to tell you anything. So She needs to read the books. That's all I'm going to say. I know. Have you read the books? I have. I have not read the last one because I was I was just like, you know what? I'll just watch the movie. But I did read and then my That's cousin's like, how, how dare you? I was like, I, I'm oh, offended. Sorry. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I think I did. I live. I think I still. I still was living in Puerto Rico at this point. And mm-hmm. you know, when the the books will come out, it was like a huge thing. So I mm-hmm. think there was still books. You know, places because there's no bookstores anymore. And I remember we went to buy it, and I was like, I'm not doing this line because you know I was in the <laughs> stage where I was like, ah. Oh. I'm cute. I don't need to do lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't do lines no more. So that was that was why. And then I just forgot about it. But she loves to read, so I might need to buy. Well, not buy them, but give it to them to her. Yeah, she should definitely check them out. I ten out of ten recommend. (laughs) We'll definitely recommend. (laughs) So that's first. Would you rather the first hard hitting question? Would you rather be friends with Ron? Or Hermione. Ooh, um, friends with Ron or Hermione. I feel like Hermione. Okay, am I Harry Potter or am I Stephanie? You're Stephanie. Okay, I'm Stephanie. Okay, <laughs> um, because if I'm Harry Potter, I feel like I'm gonna need Hermione because she's so smart. Like you know, yeah. like I just feel like that's just a thing. Sure. But Ron is like a good friend. Like I feel I'm not that Hermione isn't a good friend, but. I don't know. I feel like I would rather be friends with Ron. He's so loyal. Like, he's just, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But he's funny. He has that big family. Like, I'm always invited for Christmas, you know? Hermione's parents are dentists. Eh, I don't got time. I don't want to get a dentist. A dentist as a parent. (laughs) I'm going to get floss. Like, I'm good, you know? (laughs) For Christmas. What do you want? Floss or mouthwash? Right. (laughs) So, would you like to be... A Quidditch keeper or a Quidditch beater? A beater. Okay. A beater. I'd rather hit the balls than have the have me having to block the balls. The <laughs> fact that I know this is kind of sad. Y'all, I really have a Harry <laughs> Potter obsession. It's okay. It's okay. We we got this. <laughs> All right. Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff? I'm a Ravenclaw. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, I see you. As per Pottermore. <laughs> <laughs> see you. I was I was doing uh what is it like the little things that they do online like the, mm-hmm. the oh my god like the quizzes, quizzes. Yeah, yeah yeah and I was and I ended up being a Hufflepuff and I was like I don't know and then my cousin looked at me and she's like ugh you are such a Hufflepuff I was like well damn sorry <laughs> shit Hufflepuffs are loyal they're good so people sorry. you know there's nothing yeah, wrong with them yeah and she was I, like a and- Apparently that's like the high house. Like they just smoke oh. in the common room, and you know, you know. they just love and you know, <laughs> just like you know. Well, she was like, as long as you don't, you're not a Slytherin, we're cool. And I was like, okay, <laughs> mind you, I have a snake as a as a nail, but I tried. No, I'm fine. just kidding. <laughs> that's fine. Would you rather have an invisibility cloak or a time turner? Hmm. Um time turner kind of <laughs> yeah i guess a time turner an invisibility cloak would be cool but i'm not that interested in sneaking around like i would just rather go back and fix things than like sneak around and like listen to people's conversations because then you're gonna say something crazy and then i'm gonna come out from under the invisibility cloak and that's just <laughs> purpose like girl come on, yeah, real quick turner. like <laughs> What's good? <laughs> what you thought about me? No, Would you rather have a pet hippogriff? I don't know how to talk. Or have a phoenix? A phoenix, for sure. I mean, yeah. 
you gotta yeah, rise from the ashes their their tears you know have healing powers and they're very strong so like they can lift you up anyway if you like put a harness on so you can fly with a phoenix there's a lot <laughs> you, know, you know <laughs> you know <laughs> the little things the little things all right so would you fly a broomstick or an enchanted flying car a car i get vertigo i feel like i'll fall off <laughs> i'll just get dizzy and like fall over like mm -mm. (laughs) all right not for me last two um spend a week at the forbidden forest or at azkaban the forbidden forest i'll just chill with the centaurs you know azkaban has the dementors but azkaban Mm, has the dementors that's just being in like a a whole depressive state for the whole week for at the, least in the forbidden forest there's unicorns and you know centaurs you just got to be cool Groth yeah, is you're... probably still in there somewhere, <laughs> somewhere <in> there. <laughs> all right last I've one clearly been listening to this harry potter podcast because all of this is fresh the, okay it's just fresh in your mind <laughs> so have hagrid as a friend or dobie as a friend dobby i love really? dobby oh i think I- so sad when Dobby died. Yeah, I cried. I cried. Oh yeah. I was like, oh my god. And I like, cry every Hagrid time I see great. it. Yeah, Hagrid is great. You know, he loves Harry and all of that. But you know, he's kind of slow, and I feel like that would get on my nerves very, very fast. At least with Dobby, he's like a little kid, and like I could just be like, Dobby, shut up, and he'll shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so chill, chill. <laughs> Dobby for sure that's that's smart so before i let you go tell me what's Mm -hmm. new well you told me that your podcast will be out soon but what's new with you what do you got Um, cooking i would just be on the lookout actually have a announcement coming out on thanksgiving or black friday one of the two it depends on what my family is doing for thanksgiving um so i don't want to say it'll come out on thanksgiving but definitely by black friday there'll be an announcement coming out and you know the going and all of that all of that is going to be out in december so be on the lookout um yeah and for now if you want to catch up on all things stephanie you can check out the do i look fat podcast or you can follow me on instagram um underscore stephanie's s-t-e-p-h-y-k-i-s-s and I'm always doing stories and telling you all of my door dashed about and, you know, because people don't know how to tip. Oh, can I just say this? Can I just say this? Because yes. this really annoys me. If Grind you order from DoorDash or anywhere, tip the fucking driver. Tip the driver because we do not get paid shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Tip the driver. Don't go in and edit it to zero dollars because I know when you do that and then want to ask for special instructions because that's going to get ignored and I'm not going to care about your food and it's probably going to show up upside down. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) So if you're in the Florida area and your food shows up upside down, it's because you didn't tip well and I'm not sorry. (laughs) Not even tip well because I get it. Like inflation, you know, people don't have money, but then you shouldn't be ordering out to deliver because this is a convenience. Tip mm-hmm. something. When I say people don't tip, 
they don't tip. They literally go in. I don't know if you've ever used the DoorDash app, mm -hmm. but DoorDash automatically puts the tip for the driver. You have to go in manually and type in 0, 0.00 for Oops. you not to tip. And Horrible. that happens all the time. All the time. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. I can't believe it. Well, That's it. That's if you're listening to this podcast and you don't tip, <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> tip your local dasher, please. But yeah, you definitely have to follow her because I love her stories. I'll be listening and her <laughs> she be having shit going on all the time. I'm like, I need to get I need to get on your level about sharing because I share like one time and then I'm like, I'm out. That's it. That's, that's <laughs> enough for sharing on the socials. Girl, sometimes it's a lot. Some some people, not some people, but I've had people tell me in the past, you talk too much. And it's like, I can't help it. Because mm -hmm. if I hold on to it, that's a problem. So I need to release it while it's there so I can let it go. Oh, wait, before I let you go, what is your moon, sun, and rising? I feel like I know oh. this, but I forgot. I am a Cancer sun mm -hmm. um, and a Gemini moon and rising. Oh, double jammy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a crazy emotional bitch. I don't know, Sorry. but I don't know what I'm talking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. What are yours? Um, I'm a Taurus moon. Mm -hmm. No, sun. I'm a Aquarius moon and a Virgo mm -hmm. rising. Oh, so I'm not hot hair at all. And air. Yeah. You're not a hot place. Okay. <laughs> You're very, okay. Yeah. I'll be fighting with my own I would own say self, okay? um, stubborn is an understatement. I'll be fighting with my with a win. I'm like, what you want, bro? Like, I'm ready with the win. It's, it's great. That's it's hilarious. Great. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Thank and you for having me. I hope that I'm going to be looking out for your stuff. And I hope you have a great day. Well, great night because it's already night, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's winter. So it's been night for like three it's, hours at this point. For real. It's been, win it's been night for like since two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I, this was fun. For real. I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad you did. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining me this week on Mom's No Expert Podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Moms no Expert Podcast and share the show with your friends. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode.